the most powerful event on Earth, author Sebastian Younger mentioned that in the hurricane of 1938, the waves shook the Earth so hard that they were registered by a seismograph 5,000 miles away in Alaska. The perfect storm that swept away the crew of the Andrea Gale and the Grand Banks of the Atlantic was of considerably lesser magnitude than the 1938 hurricane. The Great Hurricane of 1938 seems to have earned a little-known place in the annals of sea history, despite its wider anonymity. When later I spoke with a friend, an excellent sailor, who talked about sailboat racing off the spit of sand that is now Napatree Point, I told him the point was once lined with gracious summer cottages, and that children in woolen swimsuits played in the surf in front of the houses off Fort Road. I could see that he didn't believe me. Why, I began to wonder, was this legendary hurricane not better known? Except for the aforementioned references, televised anniversary specials during hurricane season, and a few books compiled from newspaper accounts and historical collections, the great hurricane of 1938 had been largely forgotten. Yet everyone I asked who had lived through it knew about the tragedy. To them, it was a milestone event like Kennedy's assassination, Pearl Harbor Day, or even September 11. The answer lay partly in history. The day after the hurricane, Hitler's troops moved into Czechoslovakia, and the news media was mesmerized by the emerging specter of World War II. As a result, the great hurricane came and ripped its way from Long Island to Providence without the nation ever comprehending the enormity of the disaster. Even when predicted... Hurricanes are experiences no one forgets. I recently spent an evening with a woman from St. Thomas who tried to explain to me the sensation of pressure bearing down on her head that accompanied the hurricane she had experienced in the tropics in 1995. She talked of her roof buckling, of watching furniture blow out the door of her house, and of the shattering sound of breaking glass and splintering trees and furniture as clearly as if they'd happened yesterday. The hurricane winds sounded like the roar of a speeding freight train, she recalled. It was the same description I'd heard from the survivors of the great hurricane. This woman also spoke of the post-traumatic depression survivors experienced, and I made note that not one of the nearly 50 survivors I interviewed for this book spoke of depression or flagging mental health following the great hurricane of 1938. In reporting this book, I have come to believe that Sixty-five years after a disaster, people have forgotten the emotional trauma that came in its wake. They focus instead on the drama of the event, and it is the active elements of the disaster that fascinated them then and now. That's what seems to lodge in memory. Back then, people didn't talk a lot about how they felt, perhaps because they didn't have the luxury of doing so with the depression at their backs and the outbreak of another world war ahead. In 1938, people seemed to get on with life, no matter how dismal the prospect. I was also amazed at the way memory plays tricks with people in extreme circumstances. The experience of a disaster is clearly so intense that it seems to bend the laws of physics and make people believe they witnessed impossible events. I heard of a car being picked up by the wind and hurled into a pond like a toy, and of a little boy blown up into the air like someone in a Harry Potter story, until his nanny, in the nick of time, grabbed him by the foot and yanked him back to earth. 
The ferocious experience of the hurricane was so far outside the normal boundaries of routine occurrences that many people believe things happened that clearly didn't, or were exaggerations of the real events. What is it about a disaster that captivates our imagination? Is it the thrill of the unexpected? The kick of vicarious adrenaline we get, wondering what we would have done under such uncontrollable circumstances? I feel certain that I would not have handled herding my children onto the roof of a house in rising water and being blown into the unknown as coolly as Catherine Moore reportedly did. I lose my cool when there is a leak on the front porch, so how would I cope with the devastation and debris that the hurricane made of many people's homes? I guess that's the point. Each account of people who survived the disaster of the great hurricane of 1938 becomes a facet of understanding the way people respond and survive that we can imagine and measure ourselves against. What would I have done in the same situation, we ask? And the provocation of the question illustrates why we like to read about disasters that befall other people. In learning about the story of a real disaster, there is a craving for more than the vicarious kick. As we sit alone, safely warm and dry at home in armchairs, reading about the 100-mile-per-hour winds and rising water, it puts us to the test. I asked myself when I first heard about the great hurricane of 1938, how could a hurricane have hit while people were picnicking and playing on the beach? Didn't they pay attention to the warnings? Weren't there signs in the weather that even laymen would recognize? As I delved into this story, I learned how far forecasting the weather has come in 65 years. Our landscaper came to spread fertilizer on our lawn in Nantucket last week on a perfectly sunny morning without a cloud in the sky because he knew it would rain that night. In 1938, such a sure prediction was unheard of. Forecasting the weather was a primitive art, and communications to reach the public were severely limited. We can hardly imagine a time when the public didn't know what was coming its way. The Great Hurricane of 1938 was the strongest and most destructive storm ever to hit New England, and one of the most powerful natural events in recorded history. It was an unrivaled disaster, from which some communities would never recover physically, economically, or spiritually. Flowing through the account of the hurricane's quick, brutal passage are the personal stories of the people who experienced its rage in their coastal communities. This book is the story of these events and the people who experienced them, of how, on a mostly clear September day, 700 people lost their lives when the great hurricane took them by surprise.